0: Brad Marshan surprised everyone by being able to play Saturday against the Winnipeg Jets after suffering an injury last week. Uh, The third line steps up in a big win over those Winnipeg Jets. And we need to keep talking about racism in this sport because hockey clearly is not yet for everyone. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. My name is Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, January 24th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy. The podcast uh, can also be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, on Friday's show, we were fearing the worst after Brad marshand suffered an injury after being drilled into the boards from behind by Washington Capitals forward Garnet Hathaway. Uh, Bruce Cassidy had said that Brad was going to miss a bit of time and there were concerns about shoulder separation, broken collarbone, um, things of that nature. Then lo and behold, Saturday morning comes around. Bruce Cassidy announces that Brad Marchand is going to take the warmups prior to the game against the jets. And he was indeed in the lineup. Uh, Brad Marchand, after the game, admitted that he didn't expect to play either. He gave a lot of credit to the training staff. They threw everything at it. They were really focused on trying to calm it down. And Friday night, he started to feel okay. Uh, Really wasn't sure Saturday morning if he was going to play, but he jumped back on the ice, felt okay. Hard to sit out a game, and it's going to take a lot for him to sit out. If you feel like you can play through it, it's always been part of the culture in this organization. If you can play, you've got to battle through it. You almost feel like you're letting the guys down. If you sit out, it's a tough decision. The last thing you want to do is put the team at a disadvantage. If you get in and had to come out at some point in the game, or if you re-aggravate it, make it worse. He said he's more thankful that nothing bad happened during the game. They had a big win. Great to be part of it. It's a treat to be part of this league and to play every night. And you don't ever want to miss a game. Now we'll see here today on Monday, uh, the Bruins scheduled to play the Ducks tonight. And hopefully, you know, Marchand's back out on the ice. Uh, I wouldn't have been upset or surprised if he at least missed one or two games because it did look pretty bad. He couldn't even raise his arm to celebrate a goal. Uh, But he was in the lineup. He did play and the Bruins did beat the Winnipeg Jets by a score of uh, three to two, a big win for the team in the, the afternoon game against Winnipeg uh, in this one. Uh, Brad Marchand's presence was felt. He did, uh, you know, have two shots on goal. He recorded an assist on the, uh, the game-winning goal that was scored by David Pasternak on the Pirate play in the third period. Charlie Coyle scored, as did Oscar Steen, and it was the third line that really stepped up in this one. Uh, if you want to be a good team, Bruce Cassidy said, you need contributions from everyone, and tonight they did their job and then some offensively. He liked all three, including uh, Jake DeBrusk, alongside Coyle and Steen, Big part of the win, always good for team building and for success when different lines contribute. And he would say they were the best line on the day for sure. Um, You know, Steen had been scratched the game against Washington uh, with Anton Bleed out with an upper body injury. He was given an opportunity to re-enter the lineup. He did score uh, the one goal. He added two shots. Two hits, a block, and 11.46 of ice time. I'm giving him the big bear of the night award. uh, And I do not believe that he should be removed from the lineup uh, moving forward. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said, you know, when you get 13 healthy forwards, someone has to sit. And in this particular case, it was him in that game against Washington. Wasn't because of one bad game. It was just a situation of, you know, go watch a game we're going to get you back in there. And that was the plan. Now um, there were some injuries make it a bit easier to get him back. Uh, They said it wasn't going to be a long-term scratch and he responded very well with his effort and got rewarded with a goal. Uh, Jake DeBrusque collected a secondary assist on Steen's uh, goal, giving him three points in his last two games. Goal with two assists Uh, He has his legs, which helps because that's his greatest attribute, Cassidy said. He can outskate a lot of people, and when he's on top of people, it makes a difference. When he gets pucks in loose ice, he backs people off and challenges people. Uh, We want that every night, and we are getting it. Um, Tugaras picked up his second win in three starts. Uh, 22 stops on 24 shots. Uh, He's... Settling in looked a bit rough on the first goal, but uh, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Bruce Cassidy said, as he continues to, yeah, get back into the flow of NHL action after that offseason hip surgery and um, no AHL games to get back into the swing of things. Speaking of Jake DeBrusque, one last item on him uh, Jeff Merrick. Of Sportsnet reported the Rangers have inquired about Jake DeBrusque. Uh, He requested a trade in late November. That third line is really looking good right now. It would be uh, unfortunate to have to break that up. Um, There's been some talk about Philip Chittle being available. Uh, He can play center, uh, left hand shot as well. Interesting to see if a deal. Could be made there. Uh, I tweeted during the game. I would love to see the breast just rescind that trade request. I don't know if the Bruins would accept that or if they could, you know, both sides can move on and say what's in the past is in the past. Let's look forward. Things are positive at the moment. Uh, A couple months now until the trade deadline and we'll see what happens. But Uh, DeBrusque certainly has looked very good, uh, over the last little bit here. And we'll get to some more trade reports and rumors surrounding the Boston Bruins later in the podcast. Uh, but yeah, the Bruins winning this game against the New York Jets improved to 10 and two in 2022, and they'll get a chance to finish off this homestand in winning fashion with the game tonight. Against the Anaheim Ducks, morning skate will take place uh, later this morning, uh, Monday morning, and we'll get an idea of who's in and out of the lineup, who's in net. Uh, the Bruins have kind of gone Rask, Allmark, Rask, Allmark lately. Do they give Rask um, the start here against the Ducks and go with Allmark, who's a bit fresher against Colorado on uh, on Wednesday? We'll we'll see here uh, what uh, Bruce Cassidy has in mind as the Bruins finish off this homestand and head out on a three-game road trip uh, this week, Colorado Wednesday, Arizona on Friday, and Dallas on Sunday. Now, Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar for 2022, and if your resolution is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Maybe even better, to be honest. Uh, Make it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll actually want to eat it, unlike other protein bars that don't quite measure up. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compared to a candy bar, which is... 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Again, they're covered in 100% chocolate, delicious treats that you can almost count as a workout. They have so many delicious flavors as well as some limited time ones always coming out. So do check Built.com often to see what's new and use promo code LOCK15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, so please do smash that subscribe button. You can also follow along on YouTube as well to get the video feed of the podcast, and you can see which toques I'm rocking on any given day today. For the Ducks game, I'm rocking the meth bear toke. Uh hopefully get some good luck and good vibes from this one. Now I wanted to touch on um, PK Subban, Jordan Subban, and the um, yeah, just blatant racist act that took part, place in the ECHL over the weekend. Uh, his brother, Piquet's brother Jordan was the victim of a racist taunt by Jacob Panetta, uh, who was released by the Jackson Iceman while the ECHL suspended him indefinitely pending a hearing. Uh, the incident occurred in the same week that the AHL suspended San Jose Barracudas player Christoph Rabic for 30 games for directing a racist gesture towards Boko Imama. And of course it occurred in the same week that Willie O'Ree had his number retired by our Boston Bruins uh, on the anniversary of becoming the first black player uh, to play in the NHL. Uh, Jordan Subban after the incident took to Twitter and kind of, yeah, showed us all uh, what happened and the seriousness of the event. Uh, It's hard to say if Panetta would have been suspended if Jordan hadn't taken those steps, uh, if it hadn't been kind of taken viral on social media. And, uh, you know, P.K. Subban also tweeted it out. Uh, Their brother Malcolm shared it as well. And P.K. Subban, after uh his game sunday versus the los angeles kings uh talked to the media and was asked about uh what happened to jordan his thoughts and emotions and uh he had he spoke for about 12 13 minutes had some very powerful things to say uh you know he said he didn't sleep much on saturday night had conversations with his family Sheer disappointment. It's distasteful. There's no room for it in our game. He's embarrassed, embarrassed because the game is better than this. He said, What I think about is all the great people and the great things about our game that I love. But the unfortunate thing is, it isn't just this incident. The unfortunate thing is how many kids deal with this every day and it doesn't come to light. The fortunate thing about this, a lot of people. You know, talk about him on social media, what he does in his time, but he's done a lot of work in the community, done a lot of things to build a following. And without that following, without that platform, is anybody talking about it uh, as much as they would be if Jordan, if PK hadn't brought it to light? Uh, You know, there's kids that deal with this every day. It doesn't get talked about, sees it on social media every day. He's posted different things. Um, He tries to be very responsible with the platform that he has. And it's all about the good of the game, bringing people into the game and inclusiveness. He said the biggest thing that he wanted to say on behalf of the Subban family is that they don't need pity from anyone. Didn't need it when he was five years old. Didn't need it when he was 10 years old. Didn't need it when he played junior hockey. His brothers, Malcolm and Jordan, don't need it. Parents didn't need it when they moved to Canada. Don't expect anybody to feel sorry. Don't expect anybody to really understand that isn't black. If you're not black, you're not going to understand. And that's okay with the Subban family. You know, as a white uh, host of this podcast I can't understand what it's like uh, for the Sioux bands to experience this for other players of color other black players uh, to have experienced this from day one in the game Uh it's not up to us to go on social media and accept Jacob Panetta, Panetta's apology or to say you know He was just trying to be a bodybuilder taunt or whatever. It didn't look as serious as it is. This is Jordan's experience. This is PK's experience. This is Malcolm's experience. It's Boko Imam's experience. And it keeps happening. PK said, we can look at one incident and talk about it all we want, but tomorrow there may be another one. The next day there may be another one. We can sit here and answer questions all you want, P.K. said, but he's lived it. He still lives it. Uh, For the family, the reason they have a lot of respect is because they don't parade around flapping the race card every time. We don't get something that we feel we deserve. Even though we know sometimes that might be part of it, that's okay. They put their head down. uh, They do the work. Unfortunately, for some people that want to make comments or do things, you know, he has a platform to speak on that. Not many people have, and he's going to use it. Uh, PK said, Jordan, will be fine. When things happen, we'll be fine. You know, he got asked today, how are you doing? I'll be fine. Unfortunately for us, regardless of what happens, we have to continue to move forward, and that's something that he's learned to deal with in his life, not just in his career, but his life in general. No one's going to... Uh, Pay for the damage, pay to help with those damages that his brother has to go through, that he's he's had to go through, that other people have to go through every day. He'd rather focus on how they can make it better. So the next kid that looks like PK Suban or Jordan Subban doesn't have to go through this. PK was asked, what can members of the hockey community, society more broadly do to be better allies? Um He said rather than piping up and jumping on bandwagons every time there's something that happens and, you know, you could argue that that's what I'm doing here, but I believe over the course of the podcast, uh, it's been clear where I stand on these issues and that I do believe hockey should indeed be for everyone. It isn't for everyone. And that's why we continue to have these conversations. um, P.K. said he's not the type of person who looks for every opportunity to jump out and just call people out. He's an actionable items type of person. He started the Blue Line Buddies program to get underprivileged youth involved. The Devils have supported that. Uh, The Nashville Predators supported that when he was with them. People have to start with their friends, he said, and their family, and that's where it comes from. It's not okay. It's just not okay. It's a bad look. a bad look for the league but fans too we need everybody fans included to make this feel like a place where everybody feels comfortable um the message is there people just have to listen he said when they don't then when they don't improve and then make mistakes they need to be held uh, accountable for it um pk finally was asked Has there been a lot of support where people have gotten in tough with you and said, Hey, this isn't right. What can we do? Uh, he said a lot of people have over the years, uh, think about the pandemic. When it started, there's a lot of people that have reached out, uh, talked about it during the pause, you know, back in the bubble, there was a lot of talk about it in terms of, uh, George Floyd, black lives matter. Um, he said, when he looks at it, he has the support of players who want to make a difference. It has to continue to be called out. Uh, you know, this latest incident was so upsetting because it was his brother. This just is not our game. We're better than that, and we all need to be better than it. He said he was talking last night even with uh, Jonathan Quick on the ice during the game. He said it's 2022. Everybody is just sick of it, and uh, we are better than this. Uh, The league needs to step up. We need to step up as fans. If we want hockey to be for everyone, then we have to make it so. And uh, I really appreciated what Akeem Alou said on uh, Twitter uh, yesterday. I think he said it best uh, when he said, can we stop saying hockey is for everyone? I know that's the NHL's mantra and it's what they want you to believe, But as we continue to witness, it's simply not true. How about we say, let's make hockey for everyone, let's admit our shortcomings, and strive for something tangible? Uh, I recommend you watch PK Subban's uh, media availability yesterday. It's on the New Jersey Devils site. I tweeted out the transcript via Sportsnet. uh, And it's a time for all of us to sit back, reflect, listen, learn. And see what we can do on a daily basis in our lives to make hockey for everyone because it clearly is not yet. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for, to make all your sports wagers in 2022. The NFL conference championships are set if you bet on games this past weekend. What a roller coaster that was! Uh, For basketball, hockey, you can continue to go there to bet on all your sports action. You can sign up for a free account on their new updated desktop or mobile website and use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline where the game starts. Now I mentioned there were uh, other reports involving the Boston Bruins over the weekend. Uh, Jeff Merrick on Hockey Night in Canada reported the Arizona Coyotes have received an offer of a young player, a prospect, and a first-round pick for defenseman Jacob Chitrin. Uh, The package is said to be two former first-rounders plus a first-round pick, the Los Angeles Kings, Anaheim Ducks, Florida Panthers, New York Rangers, and Columbus Blue Jackets are said to be among the suitors. Uh, Merrick believes the Panthers are the team to watch in this bidding for Chitrin, but the Rangers uh, also offered up a package that includes winger Vitaly Kravsov. I think that would be a guy the Bruins could target as well in a Jake DeBrusque trade, but they may be scared off by uh, you know the fact that he took off for the KHL uh, this season. Chitrin, of course, is um, a highly sought-after asset on the trade market. He's a very talented uh, young defenseman who would be perfect complement to Charlie McAvoy on the left side back when uh, both players were drafted in, uh, 2016. I was a bit higher on Chitron myself. That's probably more of an OHL bias than anything else. Um, but they both went pretty close together in the draft. Chitron drafted 16th overall. The Bruins picked McAvoy at 14th overall. Uh, Chitron is signed to a very team-friendly $4.6 million contract through 2024-2025. He is a left-hand shot, and it would allow you to do Chitron, McAvoy, Grizzlick Carlo, which would be a very talented uh, top four uh, of defense for sure. You would have to think that DeBrusque would be in that package. Some people are saying the Bruins should uh, float Jeremy Swayman in trades in order to improve the team. I'm not on that boat at all. I think you should be keeping him. Uh, he's your long-term solution in net. Um, so, yeah, a lot of noise when it comes to the Boston Bruins and trading. It would The worst thing you want to see is him go to the Panthers, who are already loaded. Uh, if the Bruins are serious about contending this year, they need to... Uh, Outbid teams that are, yeah, higher than them in the standings. And, um, you know, right now the Bruins still in a wild card spot despite having a 10 and 2 start to the season. Pretty firmly locked into a playoff spot at the moment. Five points back at the Capitals for that first wild card spot with four games in hand. And uh, they are three games back of the Toronto Maple Leafs with the same amount of games played eight points up on Detroit in the playoff race with four games on hand on them. So that's pretty much uh, settled as well. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of locked on Boston Bruins. Uh, Thank you for joining me once again, Uh, please do subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're looking for a second listen, check out locked on bets. They have everything you need for your daily plays it's free and available on all platforms as well um making no apologies for devoting a whole segment to uh jordan suban pk suban and racism in hockey uh panetta has been suspended indefinitely and hopefully that sticks i know he put out a an apology and saying that his actions were misunderstood Uh, But it's pretty obvious what happened and it's something that the Subans and all players of color had had to deal with since day one in hockey and it's just unacceptable. We need to uh, all do our part to eradicate racism from this game and to make it for everyone. Bruins Ducks tonight. Uh, Check out Locked NHL Bruins for all the latest when it comes to lineup news and notes. And if there is breaking news, you can expect a bonus pod, especially in the case of a trade. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.